This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Hi, my name is Amanda Weidman, and I had an out-of-body experience in 2017. And what happened was my partner at the time was driving a car, our car, and we were driving on a high mountain road. So the road was kind of like right here. And then the side of the mountain went straight up like that. And then the other side went straight down like that. And there was a concrete guardrail. And another car that was approaching us coming the other direction lost control and they crossed the center and came into our lane and we really didn't have an escape route because if we went too far this way we'd kind of hit the mountain there wasn't much of a gravel shoulder so our car we swerved to the side to try and avoid him and we did avoid him but because we were going so fast and the gravel shoulder was pretty gravelly, we lost control and our car started spinning and uh, we hit the car that was behind that guy. So we did hit another car and then that flipped us upside down and our car landed on that concrete guardrail just before the drop. And so if you imagine, the car ended up upside down on the concrete guardrail with the wheels up. And um, when everything finished, we and we did open our eyes, all you could see was like upside down trees going straight down. I had been working for about 13 years in the area as an ambulance paramedic. And uh, it was really well known that in this area, cars that crash go over the edge, it was very typical. And it almost happened, you know, a few times a month. And we made jokes about the paramedics that started their career on that stretch of highway because they ended up having very little experience rescuing people because the cars would just fly over the edge and you'd never really see anything ever again. And so in that split second, I 100% believed I was going to die. And I closed my eyes and I leaned back into my seat and I just relaxed all my muscles and I just let go. I didn't see anything that happened. And I'm not sure why that all happened so quickly and that's what I did, but that was my reaction. And, you know, looking back, I guess I've always heard that, you know, if you're gonna die, go peacefully, do your best to let go. I just let go and I, I just leaned back in my seat as though a plane was taking off and I was going was going somewhere out of this world. And that's actually what ended up happening. I remember first there being this vast kind of blackness that kind of seemed like it could go on and on forever. And it wasn't frightening. It just seemed almost like this feathery, pillowy, safe, unending cave. And then very quickly, I realized that I didn't have a heaviness to me. I didn't have a body and I'd never known what that had felt like before because I've always had a body. 
And for the first time I popped out of it, I realized, wow, as adults, we're carrying around, you know, 100, 200, 300 pounds all the time. That's like lifting something you don't even know that you're lifting because you're so used to it. But the freedom and the lightness of not having that, but then being fully still me and having my awareness and my perception and all that, that was incredible. When I found myself there, I couldn't hear anything and I couldn't see anything because I was without my eyes. <laughs> I couldn't see anything with physical eyes. It was just being more awake and more aware than I ever have in human life. And, you know, if you're walking around sober, you think you're pretty aware. But this was like turning up the volume on being like finally alert to yourself kind of like you know if you're if you stay up really late and you're hanging out with friends and maybe you've had a couple drinks and then you wake up the next morning and you you know you have a coffee you're you're back you're way way more alert than the night before well life on earth seemed to me like that fuzzy night with a few drinks i was like whoa like this is real life i don't know how much time passed like on earth it was probably seconds but stepping out of the body, time is not the same as on Earth. A lot of things can be seen or experienced or understood. It seem like they're going on for a while. Well, on Earth, I realized there's like only seconds could have passed. So once I kind of like had adjusted to, okay, I'm out of my body. It's not heavy. I don't have my senses about me. I suddenly realized there's a huge familiarity. And what started to kind of creep in to my awareness was this feels familiar. This feels like home. This feels like perfect peace, a peace that even the greatest moments of peace on earth, I could not compare to what this was like. Because on earth, even if you're in a peaceful moment, there's a part of you that knows it could end anytime <laughs> or that some trouble could come around the corner, even if you think you're really fully in the moment. But here, there was no awareness that it could end. And there was no awareness that any trouble could come. It was like the most safe, beautiful, secure, perfect feeling, vibe that I had ever found myself in. I don't remember because it's, it's, you know, linear time is like this. But there was things that kind of happened. I felt a presence. That's what came once the peace started coming as I felt a presence. And I'm kind of glad it it happened that way because that presence to me was the presence of what many people would call God or divinity or the oneness of all that is, I guess, looking back. And I heard those terms before, like oneness and the divine and but oh, that's interesting, you know, like whatever that is, I'm, I'm sure it's real, but I can't relate to it. And I don't understand what that would be like to experience. And suddenly it was, you know, these terms that you've heard started to totally make sense. And it was like being surrounded with millions or billions of presences. I couldn't actually see who they were or what they were, but it felt like it was like, almost like choirs, a huge gathering of everyone that ever existed. All spirits of healthy and well beings, possibly my ancestors, possibly angels, possibly, you know, spirits of plants and animals, just all of creation. And altogether, that presence represented itself to me as though it was God. It was everything together. And I realized, oh, okay, <laughs> I've been here before. I've passed through here before many, many times. And I'm just even speaking right now, I'm kind of getting chills. And so I just experienced that presence that felt so 
loving and so non-judgmental and so non-critical and so perfect and so never-ending. And the next thing that I remember was sound. It was like first sound was quiet and then it got louder and louder and louder. And I realized people were yelling. There was metal kind of like twisting and crushing and kind of resting <laughs> there was like my partner and i had just been camping so there was like camping equipment and like cast iron pots and pans like falling and crashing onto the road there was just noise so i was back in my body and upside down and my partner was screaming he didn't leave his body he was just screaming at the top of his lungs Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we could hear people kind of beside the car saying, oh, like, I don't want to see a dead body. You go look. Oh, no, you go look. You go look. So people thought that we were dead. And finally, you know, someone came over and got a crowbar and, and got us out of the car. And I was fully alert. I had a little bit of pain in my shoulder, but really nothing. And I was just totally in this state of bliss. I remember just sitting on that concrete guardrail, looking out at the trees and, you know, there's people running around. Like, are you okay? My partner was like... He was just hollering. And I think a lot of the people were attending to him. Oh, I'm like, yeah, of course I'm okay. Like, I've just been home. I've just gone to where everything is perfect, where we go in between lives and everything's fine. And even if I had died, I would be there. I would be there or, or coming back here again in another body. So really, there's no real mistakes. Like... <laughs> No matter what happens, it's it's our spirit and it's our awareness that lives in the body or it's out of the body, but it's still fully us. And so I was just pretty blissed out. You know, we got checked out. My partner had a concussion. I had a little bit of whiplash on my shoulder, but physically we were fine. And, and so after the accident, I remained in this kind of blissed out state for, well, definitely I was off work for four months. And just to make sure that my shoulder was okay before I, I was lifting patients again. And there was just suddenly no worries. I didn't think of myself who, as someone who was afraid of death, but suddenly there was really like an extra comfort and an extra trust around the topic of death. And I didn't notice it quite at first, but all of these shifts started to happen in me. Like I, I no longer was worried about a lot of the little worries that you worry about in life like i just knew that no matter what happened everything would be okay and in the year following the accident i started to make a lot of changes in my life the first thing that happened was i realized that not very many people really understood what i was talking about or what i had experienced so i was kind of careful who i spoke to i started volunteering at a hospice i wanted to talk to people who were dying because i knew that you know people who are in like the dying process they are often kind of in and out of consciousness in and out of the other the other side and i really found that i could understand what these people were talking about and being being with those people and hearing what they were experiencing and seeing as they became comfortable talking to me even bolstered my own faith some more in the existence of that other side because they were saying similar things 
as I had experienced. And I started to have different preferences started to set in really quickly. I, I didn't care so much about accumulating material items and I didn't care so much about competition and comparing myself to other people and all these things that I didn't really realize were going on, but they suddenly were really not important to me at all. And I ended up leaving my partner in that year. We were just no longer on the same page and we had been together for 13 years. So that was pretty significant. And then I sold the house and I gave away and sold most of the belongings in that house. For the next two years, I lived in my RV and spent a lot of time camping and visiting friends I hadn't seen in a long time and basically worked on on myself. I, I really never spent too much time other than like, you know, the busy Western life. And I wanted to spend time in nature. I wanted to reconnect with the spiritual side of myself through, you know, meditation and praying and, you know, just like walking through the trees and, and that kind of thing. And I know that this experience, even though it was so brief, it changed so many things. And I, I never really went back to the way that I was before. I mean, it's been about five years and I, I still live out of a, I, I, I'm traveling and I, I live out of a suitcase and I have everything that I need with me all the time. Still, I'm working on my trauma coaching business uh, that I do online and some volunteer work and still, still at it, still learning, still growing, but holding on to what I learned in that experience about surrendering you know at the moment where something is out of my control and letting go of the outcome as often as possible and not attaching too tightly to the material world the the physical things of this world just being grateful for having my needs met and um and yeah that's what that's where i'm at today but it's been a lasting experience for me it was it was life-changing for sure <laughs>